Hello and welcome to the WordPress Chick Podcast. Brought to you by the WPChick.com. WordPress explained for those of us who get headaches when we hear words like PHP and functions, but want to make money with their WordPress sites. No boring code snippets here. Just WordPress happiness made easy. Now, here's your host, Kim Doyle, the WordPress Chick. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the WordPress Chick Podcast. I'm your host, Kim Doyle, the WordPress chick. And today's interview is super special because I was jokingly referring to it as my first Shark Tank update. Obviously, I can't call it the Shark Tank, but um, today is our first follow-up with with one of my very early guests, and they have grown by leaps and bounds. So I'm not going to drag on about how excited I am to have an updated interview because this is super cool. But today we have Josh Hanum of Interact, and Interact is an online quiz. I'm going to let him tell you about it. But Josh, I'm super stoked to have you here and, and chat with you again. Yeah, it's awesome to be back. It's been a couple of years now. Yeah, for everybody listening, and what I'll do is I will link to our first post, um, is I, I double checked and it was almost two years ago. Exactly. It was December 16th is when the last episode went live in 2013. So pretty fun. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's fun to look back and see where we were, were then and, and where we've come to now and just kind of talk through that. So it's almost a little bit of a flashback here. Yeah. It totally is. You know, the interesting thing too, to, for people, we, we chatted like a week or two ago and it's funny because Josh, when he, we connected on Skype and he, I forget what we were looking at, but I was like, Oh my God, you're Skype. I think you're, your profile. I'm like, are you, were you always in San Francisco? And so they've moved. Um, but, but <laughs> before we get into, to all of that fun stuff, tell the listeners, for those of you who have not, who have not heard of Interact, let everybody know what Interact is. Yeah. Interact is the easiest way to create a quiz as a lead magnet. So what that means is you create a personality quiz or an assessment and you use that quiz to generate leads by gating the results. And then we connect to all of the autoresponders, everything from Infusionsoft to Marketo to HubSpot to ConvertKit now through Zapier. And it's just a really fun way to engage your audience in a way that they actually enjoy and then also use it to drive meaningful business by getting those leads and turning them into revenue in a really, really measurable way. So that's what we do. And and because everybody knows I'm a total geek about it, everything looks awesome, by the way. I, I'm such <laughs> a, you. you know, it's like, it's so funny when I find like, um, and for everybody listening to this is a SaaS, it's, it's a web app, so you don't have to, it's not a plugin you need to install or anything. Um, but it trips me out when I log into something. I'm like, this looks like it's from like 1998. Like, what <laughs> were <know>. they doing? <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of that out there. We, we hear that all the time. People come to us and they're like, Oh my gosh, it's the first website I can actually use. Like everything else was such junk. So we, we, we work hard on that. Yeah. So let's, let's go back a little bit. Um, and, one, I want an update, but where did the idea from Interact come about? Because I'm not going to assume everybody who is listening got to listen to our first episode. So where did this all come about? Yeah, yeah. So we were just building websites for people, um, my co-founders and I, and we would every once in a while do a quiz as, as a lead magnet on someone's site and just build it manually, which was a total pain. And you had to do all the like questions and stuff in code and then try to embed it. And it was hard to do, but the results were always awesome. And our customers that we were doing web design for loved it. And so we took that and slowly merged it into its own SaaS platform 
to where now you can build quizzes that are way more powerful than what we were doing by hand before and obviously much, much quicker. Um, and that's kind of the background. We just stumbled across it because it was working really well to generate leads and it seemed like something that could be turned into its own standalone product. God, I love that. It's, it's you basically, you were already solving a problem and thought, all right, let's take this to the next level. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And I just have to point out to everybody listening, I am one of those total dorks that takes every quiz that I come across on Facebook. Well, I shouldn't say every quiz, but you know, like what, what Disney character would you be or uh, all those things I'm a total geek about or what's your word of 2016 and all that stuff. And so, rarely do I share the results, but I always take and complete the quizzes or like, I'll get the results sent to me, but I'm not always like, here's, here's my elf name, you know, or whatever. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. And so I'm like, God, what is it? And so to find a quiz that is relevant to business, that's a lead gen. I mean, I don't actually see as many of those as I would love to be taking, to be honest with you. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely something where it's interesting because businesses have started to learn from like the entertainment world, right? So you're taking something that's been working for Disney and for BuzzFeed and for New York Times and they're creating these quizzes and then you're adapting that content to your business. So you're going to do like, what's your content marketing personality or what's your yep. content <laughs> marketing superhero doppelganger, whatever it is. And that way you can tie it back to your company but what you're really doing is creating entertaining content just like the big players in entertainment are. And we actually have this fun rule called the Shaq rule named after Shaquille O'Neal, the basketball player. And he says that 75% of all the content you create for social media, which is primarily where quizzes live, should be for entertainment. 15% should be to educate or tell people something new. And then only 10% should be actually to sell. And that's the perfect ratio for a quiz. So you're taking something that's entertaining, educating people a little bit, you know, little nuggets in there, and then selling just a tad. And that selling turns into higher returns on the back end because your entertainment is getting you shared and getting your quiz out there. Okay, so I love that. And and everybody listening, just please know that everything, like, because there's all these knowledge bombs getting dropped already, I'll have all these notes and percentages and all that stuff. So make sure to go look at that. And, you know, it's interesting when I was working on this, this content quiz that that I'm launching is, I, I never feel stuck when it comes to just creating written content, like in a post or, or doing a podcast, like I don't get stuck there. But as soon as I feel like I need to be kind of (laughs) clever, or like, (laughs) or as soon as it, it, which (laughs) I use a lot of self deprecating humor. So when it's when it's a copy element that it's like, okay, I like I get in my way. And I have to say, you guys, First of all, you have to go subscribe to the site and they, Josh creates amazing content because that's what I did. It was like, I knew what I wanted to do and I had a, a rough idea, but for some reason, when it came to doing the quiz, I was getting very, um, I was like, are you writing a textbook? This is so boring. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And that's one of the very biggest problems that all of our customers have is it's, it's something new, right? Like you're not writing a blog post and it's hard to get like your story flowing and really get into the writing mood and you're trying to write questions in a scripted way that's not boring like how well do you agree with this statement not very well somewhat well right like <laughs> yeah. those really boring ones that remind you of school and you're just like oh gosh I don't want to do this so we've actually taken uh steps to make something really interesting kind of boring in that we've 
broken down what it is that makes like engaging questions into like very technical things. So some of the concrete examples of that are just to like use your own voice. And one way to do that is if you have certain words that you use all the time that are just kind of weird or quirky, like I like to use the word howdy for some reason, <laughs> <laughs> you like throw that in there, right? And that's Howdy, I live in San way. Francisco. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, no one understands. Uh, it's a good way to humanize what you're saying and that way it doesn't feel so machine-like and, and so like content-like and it feels more like a conversation and then... We always like to tell people to have their brand voice carry through, and you can kind of amplify that a little bit. This one's called the uh, tipsy college student rule. Basically, <laughs> you want to be like a slightly tipsy version of yourself in that if something seems a bit too off the wall, it probably isn't for a quiz just because you're really trying to have a conversation with someone, and it's hard to get into that mindset. And so we have some, some really concrete ways of doing that. Oh my God. I love that. I was totally thinking about the end of, uh, I was in a master, I was at a mastermind in Maui in June. And after a few drinks, <laughs> the next day I was reminded of the stupid thing. I'm like, but it, it made, but now we've got this sort of like ongoing inside joke with some of the people I connected with. And I was like, that is so perfect because it is sort of a little bit of that liquid courage. But yeah. you know, when I was, when I was writing out my quiz and, I just felt stuck. I knew where I was going and how I wanted to drive it. And which even after sitting with it for a little bit, I'm like, okay, now I can go back. But I found a couple of the posts that you had written as, as a guest post on other sites and in looking at, and I want to say, please correct me on the company. It was like, um, death to coffee or some random coffee brand. <laughs> is it death to coffee? Yeah. What is uh, it? Death wish coffee. Death company. wish coffee. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you know, as a coffee fan, I was like, Oh, these people are super fun. And, and that's how that's where I've succeeded with the podcast and in my posts, right? So I was like, Well, of course, this is going to work with the quiz too, right? Yeah, yeah, it, it makes a huge difference. Um, actually, we did a quiz recently with the Children's Hospital in Los Angeles, and they exemplified how to humanize your brand perfectly. Um, they kind of had a, a, a little cheat because they were able to do a quiz called Which Therapy Dog Are You? And they have all <laughs> these dogs. So they have a built-in, like, cute, awesome way of doing things. But they took a lot of cues from us and then also from just the popular quizzes online. And they kept it really fun and positive and used a lot of good words that were you know, reassuring and uplifting to people. And that actually ended up driving 31,000 new leads for them. It was one of their top posts of all time as far as lead generation goes. And I think a big part of the reason for that was that they had just jumped in and read a lot of our content as far as like how to humanize your brand and things like that and how to be positive in the results, that's another big thing. You want to stay positive when you're creating quiz content and really any content, but especially with quizzes when you're like actually assessing someone and giving them a personality. And they used all those things and they kind of nailed it and it just ended up absolutely blowing up and driving a lot of, lot of new leads for them. I'm just sitting here writing a note because I'm like, I have to, I have to change my quiz now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Usually it goes through a couple of iterations as people get a little more confident with writing the questions and, you know, figuring out exactly how 
to make their boy, voice shine through. Um, and it does take a little practice because, again, it's it's kind of a new thing. You know, a quiz is not something we're used to doing. Like we're used to writing. We're potentially even used to doing interviews or videos and stuff like that. But a quiz is something entirely different and unique. Well, you know what I'm thinking I'm going to do now, and this totally goes along, is if your content was a Saturday Night Live character, who would it be? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And actually, that's another thing is the celebrity mentions, right? So we did a study and found that quizzes where the word celebrity is in the title end up getting twice as many hits on average as the quizzes that don't have the word celebrity. And we did that on a subset of like 1,400 of our quizzes just to see what the different wa- difference was. And obviously, there's other factors in that. But I think it's telling that these are so entertaining. And the more entertaining you can make them, the more relevant you can make them by using celebrities, the more hits you're going to end up getting and in turn, more leads. Okay, so when you say celebrity, you're not saying use the actual word celebrity. It's just using like a famous name or something that people can relate to. Yeah, either way. So we like put together an entire, we like scraped a list of celebrities as well as just like common words around celebrities and use that as the experiment versus the base of quizzes that didn't have any of those words. Wow. Like, you know what? And it's funny because now, of course, I've got like far too many SNL skit songs running through my head, <laughs> but, <laughs> which tells you about my personality. Um, but so, so tell me, um, you guys have worked with some really big companies too. So ob- Children's Hospital, obviously, but I mean, PBS and Michaels. And so what yeah. are some, can you share a couple other, um, you know, kind of case studies that you guys have done with quizzes and then maybe something, more of not a major company, but more like the online entrepreneur. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. There's a couple that we've just been really happy with recently. The first one that comes to my mind is with Aaron Brothers, which is actually a division of Michael's stores. And they did a quiz that basically helped you find your color personality, right? Which is something you've probably seen on Facebook all the time. But they took that quiz and they adapted it to their brand And then at the end of it, they collected people's emails and zip codes and sent them relevant products that were in their local store based on their color personality style. So now I opted into this quiz and I'm getting emails about like, you know, blue rugs over at my local store or blue picture frames over at my local store. And it ended up being their most successful campaign they've done this year in terms of numbers of leads coming in. And I think that one's awesome because they basically just adapted something that was already popular, which is the which color are you quiz that's shown up all over the internet recently. And they took it and turned it into something useful for driving revenue to their brand. So I I love that one. And then another one we did recently on a slightly, slightly more somber note was with the UNHCR, which is the United Nations group that helps refugees. And obviously there's a lot going on there right now. And they created a quiz that was basically just how much do you know about what's going on with refugees right now? And that quiz ended up getting 30,000 likes on Facebook. It was their most liked post of the year, just got amplified everywhere and really helped raise awareness for what's going on with the Syrian refugee crisis right now. I love that one just because it's able to make a meaningful impact and they're able to connect with the people that they want to connect with through this medium of an entertaining quiz. So 
That one's one of my favorite ones. God, I love that. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that one was awesome. It was just like a cool day to see that um, see that come through. It was just kind of one of those moments where it's like, all right, we're able to do you know something beyond just sitting in a in an office working on a SaaS startup. So that was that was really you get really- to make a difference. Uh, well, and yeah. I think I, I think the beauty of of that story too, Josh, is that. I, I see so many companies that, I mean, Tom's turned the business world upside down that you can yeah. be a for-profit company and, you know, do social change and, and do good things in the world at the same time. Yeah. And it, it just, I, I think it makes most entrepreneurs say, well, God, that's kind of cool. Like, how do, how do I do that? And so, I mean, I was sitting here listening and I'm like, God, for every quiz entry, you could always donate a dollar or donate a quarter to something and drive yeah. quiz. You, do you know what I'm saying? I mean, really, like yeah. there's so many ways you could play with it. Um, but to, so, so people listening to this, cause oftentimes I, I think, you know, I don't, I don't know that I would say I'm in the IM space, I guess so online marketing, but, yeah. People will listen to this and not know how to relate it to maybe, you know, their local furniture store or they've got whatever. And there are so many different ways that you can connect yeah. with your audience, right? Yeah, so many ways, so many ways. Um, yeah, it's just been really cool to see. And then, you know, as far as like the the smaller, you know, upstart companies, there's this, this story starts with somebody that's definitely not an upstart. <laughs> it starts with uh, Tony Robbins, who's <laughs> really, really well-known. Who? I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who's that guy? I never heard of that guy. Uh, and he created this really, really cool about, quiz about oh. your, your personality and business and then used that as a way to sell digital products. But what I loved about that was several, like several smaller online coaches who were selling business products, you know, related to starting your own company or growing your company, something like that, kind of emulated what he had had success with and were able to replicate that method, you know, using a personality quiz to funnel people into a certain follow-up sequence to sell them digital products and your services. And so several, you know, people that you've never heard of ended up being able to do the same thing and grow their lists and drive revenue for themselves. So I love that this is super adaptable all the way from, you know, Tony Robbins, who's quite literally the best known guy in the business, all the way down to, you know, regular people who just have a handful of clients who are able to do the same thing. Well, and, you know, and I I love that too. And hearing that working with Aaron's, which I didn't know they were specific or Michael's, but, um, but (laughs) but hearing, that they did that too. Like, I love it because it, it tells me that, you know, mainstream corporate companies like the big chains, the box retailers maybe also get that you can't do business the way you used to do it anymore. And I love it because I love what we do, right? I love the online space. Yeah. And, and to me, I'm like, it's the only place you can capture data on everything. <laughs> yeah. Um, not that I like to personally do the data stuff, but <laughs> I like getting the numbers, yeah. you know, so yeah. it's, it's really nice to see that that's paying attention, you know, that people are paying attention to that. So, um, yeah, I'm sitting here thinking like, I have to do a video on what I started with to where I go because it's been a process. And, you know, is there, I don't know. So can you share some of the stuff that maybe you've written about in some of those posts that I found so valuable? Um, but in guiding people besides the personality piece, like in, in what else to do with their quizzes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just to speak to that, I, I do love that this kind of revolution is slowly happening where we're going away from the old methods of you know paper mailers and outbound emails, and we're moving towards 
driving revenue through entertainment, through being helpful. And I, I really enjoy being kind of on the forefront of that with this, this quiz app and being able to help out with that. And I've done a lot of writing in the arena as far as you know how to use these quizzes in different scenarios and different things like that. And we've kind of boiled it down to three main ways that people have been using quizzes. And the first one is obviously the personality quiz. That's the most popular thing. That's 70% of our customers do that. But then there's also this idea of using a quiz as an actual assessment. So we work with software companies and coaches to do these onboarding assessments where you figure out what someone's skill level is, and then you drop them into a different autoresponder sequence based on their skill level, and you're able to direct them to the correct product and the correct solution from your company based on how well they scored. So we have one uh, kind of psychological coach who's doing this to figure out kind of just where people are in their journey. And based on how they score, she puts them in one list or another list. I think she has four of them. And she has these four different buckets that she's able to follow up with people with different content over time. And that's a really cool thing because now you're able to just personalize your offering. And there's actually a stat that comes from HubSpot that personalized offers convert 42% better than just a general one. And I, I don't like stats like that because there's so much wrapped up in it. It's like, oh, what does that really mean? But that one makes a lot of sense to me when I think about it intuitively, right? Like, let's say I walk into uh, like a coffee shop like that sells coffee beans and I see this entire wall of bags and I'm just like, well, I don't really know like my style unless I'm a super coffee snob. Like, how am I supposed to know? But if I if one of those just gets pushed out a little bit and they're like, oh, this is the one for you based on your personality, like somehow we already know that, then I'm like, oh, well, cool, I'll try that. And so that actually makes a lot of sense. So that's that's what you're able to do with an assessment is figure out where people are and then offer up a personalized solution. So that's the second one. And then the third one is using a quiz combined with a giveaway and we're actually releasing a standalone giveaway app, but that's not quite out yet. Um, Holy but, moly, you're going to have to come in a little bit on that because yeah. I've become a little obsessed with those too. Go ahead. Yeah, so that one's kind of under the table right now, but Q1 of next year, it's actually coming out. So, um, But you can use the quiz combined with a giveaway. So we actually work with an airline in Africa that does these, and they'll do like, how much do you know about FastJet? FastJet's the name of the company. And at the end of the quiz, it'll say opt in to receive or opt in to enter to win a $100 gift card or a free flight, something like that. And you get to see your results. So it's like a double whammy, right? Like the results are gated and you're able to actually see your results afterwards. So that's a cool way of combining those two things. But obviously, giveaways are their own thing. So we're building something for that as well. Can you share just for the people who aren't familiar with the terminology, what do you mean by gated? Yeah. So basically the way that a quiz works and the flow of it is you start the quiz, obviously, take, take quiz button. You go through the questions. Let's say there's eight questions. And after the last question, a form comes up and it says, hey, would you like to learn more about your style personality if it's a style personality quiz? And if so, enter your email address. If not, just skip this step. And then if you enter your email address, then our quiz technology sends 
your information to an autoresponder, whether that's MailChimp or Marketo or HubSpot or ConvertKit, whatever it is, and it's tagged with their quiz result so then the company can follow up in a personalized way. And then the person taking the quiz, as soon as they enter their email, gets to see their results. So it's an instant thing. And they don't have to. It's, a, it's, it's an optional step. Yeah, that's fantastic. So the lead gen happens at the gate, essentially. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, right at the end. And it's after you've had a chance to do some interacting with the person after they've already answered your questions and you'd have, you've had this whole like scripted conversation before you're ever asking for anything from them, which is why these convert so well. Our, our average conversion rate is 50% and we've brought in just over 2 million leads for our customers at this point. And the reason that it works so well is because you're able to have this whole conversation with someone before you ever ask for anything from them. Yeah. Well, and who does, if you're going to take a quiz, I want my results. I want more, yeah, I want more exactly. detail. Right. And, and and it's not to me, it's like, well, of course I want my results, email them to me. So yeah, I'm like, yeah. I remember taking quizzes in magazines, like circling a B C and then having to go add up my points. So <laughs> if all I have to do is put a name and email in. Um, yeah. 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 That's actually cool. Uh, one of our our kind of aha moments here was we always used to tell a story of like, oh, well, quizzes have been around forever, you know, from the time they were in Cosmopolitan in like the <laughs> 1920s. And then I think it was last year sometime, Hearst Media, which owns Cosmopolitan, actually signed up with us and started making quizzes. And it was one of those weird, like, Ew, crazy. It's <laughs> like, oh, my gosh, I used to tell people that that's like where these came from. And now, you know, they're on our customer list. God, that's awesome. Okay. So can you share a couple of ways that people have? So, so I create this quiz. I can embed it on my site. I can host it with you guys. I can share it socially. What are some great ways to drive traffic to my quiz? Yeah. So there's really two buckets that most people fall into. And those two buckets are either you're promoting the quiz with social or it's helping you convert inbound traffic. And the social one is definitely kind of the more interesting, more cutting edge one right now. And basically what you do with that is you create a quiz and you can, you know, you obviously post it for your organic following, but we've actually had people crack the code on using Facebook ads to generate leads. So we work with this company called The Foundation and they do business coaching and they created a quiz. It was, uh, do you have an entrepreneurial mind? Most people don't find out here. That was the title of the quiz. And they created a Facebook ad campaign and they targeted entrepreneurs and people that were interested in startups. And they were able to actually cut their lead generation cost in half. It went from $6 and change down to $380 just because they switched from promoting an ebook that was a lead magnet to using that quiz as a lead magnet. And so you can actually create these campaigns through Facebook ads, through Twitter ads, and drive leads at a much lower cost if you can figure it out. And we just did like a really long, in-depth article on how to set all of that up step-by-step. Step. It's like a 2,500-word guide. Uh, but oh, can you? We'll get the link to that for the show notes. Yeah, yeah, we'll put the link in there for sure. Um, and we've just kind of modeled that after, that after what's worked for our customers who have, have just really, you know, figured out how to cost-effectively generate leads from social media. So that one's really exciting because, you know, Facebook, Twitter, social media ads has always been this kind of 
gray matter area where it's it's hard to know like are you really test driving? and spend test and spend. <laughs> yeah exactly and it feels like more spending than you know actual results in the end but by using the quiz which again has that entertainment factor to it but with a little bit of the actual driving of business you're able to capitalize on on social media content and yeah so that that one's really cool um, and then you know, I was just other, thinking really yeah. quick on that is I, I do some Facebook ever. I think I've tried Twitter ads once, but I do Facebook advertising and I would think super not an expert here, but I would think that the fact that people and whether or not it always converts, but the engagement is going to drive your cost down, right? Because it's kind of like anybody who likes or comments or even shares that is, is going to help drive the cost of that ad down. So the entertainment factor is what's going to do that hands down. Yeah, it's crazy. Actually, in that article, I have this example of a company that was running a Facebook ad and people were sharing the quiz. So they were sharing the ad and like, yeah, <laughs> that doesn't happen. Like no one shares ads. Like, that's- Ew. <laughs> and, you know, you have this quiz and I think just just over 200 people ended up sharing this ad. Right. And, but it was a quiz. So it wasn't really an ad, but it was still an ad because it was driving leads. And so that's just like crazy to think about, like something that's driving leads and people are sharing it. Like it just doesn't happen. So that's incredibly exciting. Um, Sorry, you were going to share another point. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the other one is just increasing your inbound leads. So a story on this one real quick. We have this college that's a customer of ours and they do the typical lead gen things that are on their site. So they like have a live chat agent who, you know, talks with people and gets their information. They have like a request more information form where you can get info on the different majors. They have a request a like tour form. So they have a couple of different ways to generate leads, but those are all kind of old and they apply to, you know, something that, that I'm aware of these days called banner blindness, which is where we just kind of, avoid the things that are typical lead magnets because we're not like happy about the fact that everyone wants our information. Um, yeah. <laughs> but they added a button to their main navigation that just said career quiz. And that leads to a page on their site where they have one of our quizzes embedded that's just which career is right for you, right? And you can totally do that. Content yeah. quiz, go ahead. <laughs> it's amazing. It's amazing. And they brought in, so they started with us this January, they've brought in 900 leads and confirmed 1.5 million in new tuition revenue just from leads that came through that quiz. And that far surpasses any other inbound lead tool like the live chat or the, the forms or anything like that on their site. So it's just immediately jumped over everything else and just drove, drove in tons of revenue in the last year. So. I'm just That's, sitting here dumbfounded because it is, I think, how many people listening to this, sorry to, to cut you off there, how many people listening to this, you know, keep trying to come up with this unique lead magnet or this different way to connect and engage. And, you know, oftentimes if I subscribe to something because it does look like a good lead magnet, it's like half the time I'm leaving this PDF open so I don't forget <laughs> about it, right? So it's like an yep. open tab as opposed yep. to like, okay, go read this and which is why I'm such a fan of podcasts because I can take that content anywhere. And so the quiz thing, it's like, hey, if you're interested, t- it it happens right then and there. 
Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And the awesome thing is that oftentimes the quiz is really just that old static content, like a PDF, an ebook, whatever, turned into a quiz. Like if you think about where a career personality quiz comes from, it probably just comes from a big PDF of all the different careers and descriptions of each one. But instead of you seeing six different ones with six pages of content, you get one after engaging with a quiz that's personalized to you. So it's like so much better than, than just dropping this whole pile of content on people. You're just giving them one and you're able to generate leads because it's an engaging piece of content. Well, yeah. And then, of course, by being able to... Um, whether based on their, their answers, right? So you can segment and well, I, I want to talk a little bit about content with you, but like you can then set up an email course or something that gets, keeps that communication flowing because of the quiz they just took, as opposed to here's, a, here's a dump of more information on you. <laughs> exactly. Which I still love, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, you can never get enough information, but I think there's, there's so much content now. Um, I think I saw a post that like 2 million blog posts get published every single day that it's just hard to really stand out and, and people don't want to dig through a bunch of stuff a lot of times. So if you can just give them something that's personal to them and then like you alluded to, you can do personalized follow-ups as well. So then all of your email communication is also personalized. So you have that added benefit. So there's all sorts of, of benefits to being able to segment people into these different buckets. God, yeah, my brain is totally spinning. And let's talk a little bit because as I mentioned earlier, um, as I was working on the quiz, which as this conversation continues, I'm thinking, well, maybe I should split test. I should do one <laughs> with the content type. And then I love the SNL idea. I think it's just super fun. Yeah. And so I think I might test those. But, um, you know, as I was looking for some guidance or suggestions and stuff, because you guys, the tool does everything, but we need to create the content for the quiz. Yeah. So I, of course, the best posts that I came across were guest posts that you have written. So, can you share a little bit of the content strategy for Interact and, and how that's worked for you guys? Yeah, so really early on, we realized that the biggest challenge for our customers was just how does this work? Like, how do I create a good quiz? Because it is something new. It's not something that has been done for a really long time. Um, you know, if you think about how long written content has been around even on the internet, like it's, it's, it's always been there. And before that it was print, but interactive quizzes is, is not something that's really been prevalent that whole time. So it's, it's just not something that you just pick up and you're like, Oh, I know how to do this. And it's not something you typically would learn either. So there's a whole bunch of educating that needs to happen. And so what we do is keep statistics on how everything is going from how well titles are performing to the questions, to the opt-in forms, to the results, to how do you follow up afterwards. And we compile just huge spreadsheets of data from all the quizzes that get made with us. We've done like 25,000 of them now. And we write articles based off of that. So it's like, here's how to create a really engaging quiz for this industry or a personality quiz or an assessment. And the nice thing about the, that content is that a lot of the rules apply to your other opt-in forms and the other content that you're creating because you know it's always good to just improve and make your writing more human and more fun. So 
we try to make it broadly applicable, not not just if you're using our tool. Um, and so, yeah, we've been able to parlay that into well over 100 guest posts and then another 250 or so that are on our own site, just just like loads and loads and loads of information for everything you could think of around creating a quiz. And we're, we're constantly trying to push the envelope on what's possible there and, and new things to try. And we work really closely with our customers as well. We talk to every single customer of ours at least once a month and get all sorts of feedback from them on what they're doing that's working and wrap that back into our content. So it's really a, a team effort, not just from our team, but also from our, our broader team of our customers. Wow. So that's kind of a loaded answer. So I'm going to dig a little <laughs> into it in a good way, in a good way, because, yeah. you know, I, I have really become obsessed with content marketing and it's funny. The, the site's not new. The blog's not new, but it hit me with, I, you know, I think it was just the evolution of my business and where I've gone and saying, all right, I, what's my content strategy? What's the goal going into 2016? And then backing into that and creating content that attracts the right people, converts, provides value, all that stuff. And so, you know, in looking at as a SaaS model, like, let me, let me ask you this. Do you guys spend money on paid traffic as well? No, we don't. See, I, 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 that's brilliant. Like that was, you know, to, to grow from where you guys were when we talked two years ago to where you are today. (laughs) And it was, are you familiar with WP curve? Yeah. Yeah. Right. So Dan Norris has just completely like, first of all, I don't know when the guy sleeps, but it's like (laughs) in when I realized what he did with WP curve all through content marketing, you say to yourself, wow, because it's those people that connect to you through your content. They already trust you. Yep. Right. So God, that's huge. So, so you guys have grown. So let's, let's do a little bit more of this story. So two years ago you were in LA and where were you at compared? Can you share a little bit of that journey? (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I I think when we talked, we maybe had a handful of customers, um, and now we're well over two hundred, and that's just on the on the paying customers. Uh, we had helped people bring in a couple thousand leads last time we talked, and now it's two million. We had built maybe a hundred quizzes total last time we talked, and now it's twenty five thousand. So quite a, <laughs> a different picture between two years ago and and today. Well, and as a company, I mean, what's that been like for you? I mean, going from web dev to a SaaS model and you guys relocated to Northern California. And yeah. so how has that been for you and your team? Yeah, I mean, I think it's just a lot of ups and downs, you know, like we, it's been obviously a, a crazy up overall, but in the day to day, there's, there's lots of things to deal with and, you know, trying to figure out lots of problems that you want to solve. And I think it kind of has forced us to realize what it is that we really want to be as a company. Um, and so we've, we've had to boil it down to you know, who, who we want to be and how we want the company to be portrayed. Um, and that's, that's helped drive us along and really helped us keep the focus. I think focus is, is one of the big things. There's so many opportunities to like, go all these different directions. Um, and so we had to just decide that our focus was lead generation and, and helping businesses grow and helping them grow in a fun and ethical way. And that's what we've ended up focusing on. Um, 
and, and that's been huge because otherwise it's so easy to get caught up in like the struggle of it all and, and different things that are happening and, you know, something's not going right or other things are going great and it's just all over the place. So it's really been a matter of figuring out what it is that we want to do and who we want to be and keeping a focus on that. God, that's applicable across the board. And I, I would think too, where you've got here, you've got this amazing team, you guys can build software. So it's like, when <laughs> things aren't going well, it's probably we could do this and we could do this. And I, yeah. I, I would think that that would be, you know, for any entrepreneur, right? The ideas are, it, you're never lacking in ideas. Nope, nope, not at all. <laughs> um, you know, so, so let me ask you this with, the, let's just jump back to the quizzes. Um, yeah, is so have you guys seen specific results in terms of do quizzes do better when they're embedded on a site? Do they do better when they're self-hosted with you guys? Like, is there one for, or does it depend on the type? I mean, you guys are gathering data. I wasn't sure if there was anything that seems to be working better than something else. Yeah. So the optimal format there is going to be to create the quiz, embed it in your site. It just embeds through an iframe, like a YouTube video, and then share that URL of your page onto Facebook. So like tryinteract.com slash quiz uh, would be our quiz. That's not a good example because it's us, but like tonyrobbins.com slash quiz, right? And then that's the URL you would share um, rather than the quiz URL because then you're sharing your own website. And then when people take the quiz and get to the end of it, they'll share their results like I got artists, are you an artist, entrepreneur, or manager? Take the quiz here. That's also going to link back to your website, so like tonyrobbins.com slash quiz. And so then you have a closed loop of traffic, and you're never sending anyone away from your domain because on your domain, there's other opportunities to engage, there's other opportunities to sell, things like that. So you want to keep everything going back to your site, your domain. And so all the shares, and if there's backlinks or anything like that, they go to you. Hallelujah. I am so glad you said that because there's so many <laughs> like third party tools and different things out there, right? That yeah. it, it's like, it, I get it that there's all these great tools and I'm a fanatic for that stuff. At the same time, it's like your website, you own that. That's yep. yours. Let, let's, yep. let's keep driving from that. So, so that's fantastic. And then, and then of course, every, everything's all mobile responsive and mobile friendly. Oh yeah. I mean, quizzes are over 50% mobile traffic on average. And for a lot of people, that's closer to like 75%. So yeah, very mobile friendly. Wow, that's fantastic. Um, any any stories you want to share that were sort of a surprise with the quiz? And I sort of just threw that one at you, but... <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, actually, I mean, this is always cool because, you know, from our perspective, it's like, here's how to set up a quiz, like, here's how to do it. Um, and most customers we end up talking with a lot, but there was this one nonprofit that just wouldn't respond to any of our inquiries to like help them make their quiz. But then we finally did hear from them and they were like, just basically telling us thank you because they created this quiz. It was, uh, the, the nonprofits called pin cancer and they connect like the U S wrestling team with an initiative to raise money for cancer. And they created a quiz that ended up bringing in something like 3,000 leads. And before that, their entire list was like 300. So they just blew up their list. They got people from the USA wrestling team to tweet out the quiz. And they had this huge influx of traffic to their site. It was 
like they had as much traffic in one day from the quiz as they had gotten for like the last two months combined. And so it just blew up and it just kind of caught us off guard because usually it does take some work from our, from our perspective to get everything set up. But these people had just kind of taken what it is that we advise people to do and done it. And it worked incredibly well. And when you're creating content and giving advice, you always hope that's going to happen and you're not sure if it's going to, but you know, well, to does, multiply their leads by a hundred. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not bad at all. It's not bad at all. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that was awesome. And, and that's happened a couple of times now. And every time it's just like, oh, that's so cool. You know, like being able to, to help out good causes or, or, you know, just marketers do their job better and impress their boss or whatever it is, it just feels is fulfilling. Well, that's awesome. And I think too, that as you know, especially with online marketing or anything you're doing in the digital space that things are changing and things are are happening so fast. And, you know, I look at when I started dipping my toes into uh, Facebook advertising a few years ago, it was way easier <laughs> to, to convert and do than it is today, right? Which is where then all of a sudden you see other things converting better. And again, I think any type of lead gen that you can do, that's a connection, right? That you're connecting with your audience in a way that like, as I'm sitting here, part of me is thinking, is there going to be a liability with using Saturday Night Live? I guess I'll wait until I get told to shut it down. But, (laughs) but, but for if, if that resonates with somebody, like they're my tribe, they are totally my people, right? So if that resonates with them and then, you know, maybe testing the other thing, but I think by being able to, to do something in a way that is totally representative of your company, of your organization, you're going to draw in leads that are your ideal customer. Ideal in theory, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's awesome because the, the thing with social, right, and why it's so difficult to master is that we're used to coming from a search world, right? Like just even five years ago, like it was a search world. Like social was not that meaningful of a medium, you know, maybe 10 years ago, five years ago might not be enough, but 10 years ago, right? Like there is no social you're basically just creating content for people who are searching for a solution. Everyone got really good at creating solutions, but now we have people on social media. No one's searching for a solution. Like they're not trying to find how do I grow my business. They're trying to find cat pictures and baby pictures and stuff <laughs> like that. And now we need to go in there as businesses and figure out, okay, how now how do we connect with these people? We don't really know like what their mindset is. They're not thinking about searching for solutions right now, but we still need to figure out how to connect with them through this medium. So quizzes not only allow you to compete with cat pictures because they're interesting, and they also allow you to connect with your audience because the people that agree with the way you do things are going to find your quiz because they're going to find it interesting and you're going to connect through that medium just like you're talking about. So that's really, really a cool thing because it is so much different than creating a solution for someone searching when you're trying to connect through social. It makes me think of of Seth Godin. And I've shared this quote so many times, my audience probably hates hearing me say this, (laughs) but where he said, uh, be willing to be a category of one. And that's because there's so much information. And, And to your point with 
you know, you hear there's so many blog posts doesn't mean you can stop creating them. Um, (laughs) But the way to differentiate yourself is to be you, right? Because nobody else is going to be able to compete with that. So I think if you pull in your own voice, which I'm so passionate about, and your own personality and your own, you know, way of writing and whatnot into the quizzes, again, like, it's it's somebody asked me with, um, well, why has podcasting been so great for you? I'm like, because if somebody's you stop to think it's like, they're taking the time to consciously, like, they, they either take me with them, or they're sitting and listening to me, or maybe I'm shopping with them or whatever. And so it's like, it's a very intimate connection. So the same thing when you look at a quiz where it's a piece of content that it's like, it's just you and them in a way. And so and they have to they can't, you don't really passively take a quiz. You take it or you don't. Right? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And that's one, another thing that I, I always say is it's, it's a one-to-one medium and that's really hard to achieve, you know, and there's so much noise going on. A lot of it is one to many, you're, you know, you're broadcasting something out there, but a quiz is just you and the person taking it. And it's, it's a scripted conversation, but that's not necessarily a bad thing. You know, it's still a conversation that you're having with one person at a time. And that's is so unique. I'm totally changing my lead magnet, by the way, <laughs> which, which I had done another one, but I was like, this is way more fun because the other thing I'm thinking, I had done this crazy manifesto. I don't know, like three years mm-hmm. ago. And the, the first slide, cause I did a little video though, was um, if it's not fun, I'm not doing it. Yeah. And so by setting off the tone of, of a relationship with your subscriber, in a sense that is like, okay, this is fun. Like, you know, so if, again, it, it, that's going to be how they feel when they get communication from you, if you do it yeah. correctly, based on this quiz being the first point of interaction. Yep, exactly, exactly. Yeah, it sets tone in such a good way, you know, and, and that's such a key, you know, is like, what's the first impression that you have of a brand when you're, when you're doing something? And a quiz is a great way to set that first impression in a positive light. Well, I want to be a case study for you guys. I will track and do videos. So, (laughs) and and I will, now that I have to go do this tweak, fortunately, my project manager is like as stupid about Saturday Night Live as I am. I literally have (laughs) SNL emojis on my phone. Um, That's awesome. (laughs) That should be interesting. But I'm like, she's going to tilt. This is going to be so fun to create also. And, and I just want to point out to everybody listening that first of all, the software is super easy to use and you guys, your support and, Everybody also, I, I do want to point out that they've helped me connect ConvertKit. Um, like you said, you connect with most autoresponders, right? Yep, we do. We do. Yep. Awesome. And so, um, because that was a big thing, and I've, I don't know if I've publicly announced that I've switched to ConvertKit. I'm testing it and loving it so far. But um, yeah, so so that was awesome. You guys, you've, your team's just been fantastic in that support. But the software is super user friendly. <laughs> Where the roadblock for me was the content. And yeah. now I can't stop thinking about it. Now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's really fun. And you know what you said about it being fun to create? That's, that's the goal. You know, it's like when it's fun to make something and you know, it's going to be fun for someone to interact with it. And that's just so, so cool. Yeah. I'm just, I'm so glad that we connected again, Josh. So where is the best, can you give out the, the link for people to give uh, interact a shot? Yeah, yeah. And we actually have a, a special offer set up where we're doing just a free kind of consultation to talk about how to uh, make a quiz in the best possible way 
for everybody that's listening today. So you can just go to tryinteract.com slash Kim to get that offer. So if you sign up through that URL, then we will tag you and do a free consultation just to talk through exactly how to set up your quiz, kind of like we were discussing throughout this this. Uh, conversation here is, you know, that's, it's a challenge sometimes. So we want to offer that to anybody that signs up through this podcast. Awesome. And I'll have the link to that too, guys. You know what? And I, I, I was kind of winding down, but I had one more question as as I'm sitting here thinking about this is, you know, when I was going through uh, the content piece too, I want everyone to understand that this is not just like you can use images, right? So there's, you can use an image for sort of the questions you can use individual images for for each of the answers. And so on one hand, it was it felt like, oh, gosh, this is a lot. However, again, now that I'm doing this whole SNL thing in my head, like I'm gonna have a ton of fun. (laughs) Exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And all of our top quizzes have images in them. We did a a study again. uh, And the, the top 100 quizzes have at least one image question in then. So you definitely want to take advantage of that image format. Um, just like you see on those quizzes all over the internet where you click on a picture to answer. And that's super engaging. It feels like a game. Like people just forget that they're even interacting with content or, or your brand at all. It totally is. And it's funny when I do those. And when there's one that's like, none of these are me, if they don't have that, I'm like, really? So I'm like, well, I guess I'm, I guess it looks like an ocean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. I take them way too seriously. <laughs> a lot of people do. A lot of people do. Which, which is fantastic. God, this has been so fun, Josh. Um, I'm going to have to, I want to come by and see you guys next time in the city. <laughs> yeah, definitely do. Definitely do. All right. So everybody give this a shot and I don't mean give it a shot, but go, go, go to the link and it's again, tryinteract.com forward slash Kim. And I am going, I am going to track all my results and stuff. So I will do a video, um, of the quiz I've started working on and I'm, I'm thinking I should split test them. I'm, I'm kind of thinking that might be interesting. Although yeah. in the back of my head, I'm thinking the SNL one's going to kill it. <laughs> I, I would guess so. I would guess so. I've been surprised before, but I, I would bet on the SNL one outperforming for sure. Yeah, I'm kind of thinking that would, plus I'm just going to have more fun, although the other one's just about done. So. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, that would be interesting then to figure out what buckets to put them into. But anyways, God, Josh, this has been a blast. And I am so excited to see the growth and, and to see where you guys have gone. And um, it's just congratulations. You guys have worked really hard. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. My first update. I don't know what we're going to, I got to come up with a name for these, these updates. Yeah, you, but. <laughs> you need like a really clever name. <laughs> I know. I got to send you guys some little award. Woohoo. My first update. <laughs> exactly. Um, all right, everybody. So again, that's tryinteract.com forward slash Kim. And again, I can't begin to tell you the software is super easy. You'll be able to, um, I will, when this goes live, I will put, um, a link to, cause I want to do a full post on my, on my, my quiz setup and the results. So I don't want to put it necessarily in the show notes, but I will link to it and try to make sure that, um, you know, that my post goes live within a few days before the, the podcast episode. So when you're listening to this, it'll be in the show notes. How's that? Again, that's tryinteract.com forward slash Kim. Josh, thank you so much. It's been fantastic. Thanks for having me.